Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash entitled Barons video. Remember how your parents always told you to eat your greens, make good choices, and hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? Always good to make it a part of your daily ritual. That said, our first story of the day is by Mysterious Gecko. Entitled mother gets mad that my dad offered to make me breakfast. I was with my dad for four days, and on the last day, he asked if I wanted some eggs. I said yes and he started making them. Then his wife, Entitled Mother, came into the kitchen. She says, why are you making her breakfast? Dad says, because it's a nice thing to do. Entitled Mother says, she's old enough to make her own breakfast, she can do it herself. Dad says, I'm doing something nice for my daughter, I'd do the same for you. She says, this is ridiculous, what 12 year old can't make her own breakfast? I'm not 12. Dad says, you know what, fine. OP, come here. He gave me a bagel and I made that myself. They later got in a fight about how I shouldn't be living with my mother and they were going to call CPS. All because my dad offered to make me breakfast on the last day I was with him. I kept it short, but there were more things said about me and him. I'm sorry, but like, in my opinion, if a dad is 60 and their 40 year old kids visiting, it wouldn't be weird for them to make them breakfast. Is there a certain age cutoff where it gets weird for a parent to keep making their kids breakfast? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Jay Moki. My dad got mad at me for waking up. So I get out of bed, it's morning by the way, go downstairs, and then my dad in a stern tone says, why are you up? I respond with, because I'm up? To then get a response with, well, your mom's not home. I then go back upstairs tearing up. I got more stories about my dad if you want to hear them. Now this is a very short one and I feel like there's a lot of context that's actually missing here. Why can't somebody be up without their mom being home? I looked through the comments a little bit and it turns out I guess OP got two B's on their report card and their dad's very strict. And I guess the mom is less strict so I'm guessing this is a case of like grounding? But I don't know if I'd be a bad academic parent or not, but I feel like if my kid's getting B's, that's okay enough with me. I wouldn't lock them in their room because of it, that's for darn sure. This next story is by Psychological Sign 6. Mom bails on me again. I don't know if this belongs on here, but here we go. My mom is notorious for making promises and then bailing last minute on them. I'm just about to hit 9 months pregnant in a few days. She's canceled 2 baby showers last minute already. My mother-in-law feels really bad and arranged an extra shower through her church. I've been going through some health issues that have put me on basic bed rest, so they're making the shower short and low-key. My mom promised to come and really made a big deal about coming, so I thought that she may actually show up this time. The shower's today and I've been trying to reach her since yesterday to arrange the time she's picking me up. She offered and insisted on picking me up. I tried calling and texting her a few times to no avail. Finally, I decide to call my stepdad and ask if she's with him. He had no idea about the shower 
and she decided to drive him over an hour away the opposite way to his work and go shopping. So I know she's seen the messages and calls. I'm so hurt. I feel so stupid for thinking she would actually come. I never cry, but I did earlier because I feel so let down. I was really hoping she was going to turn a new leaf over for her grandchild. I just want to see my mom, especially with being so pregnant with various health issues, and she decides to bail on me to go shopping. I'm so done. Trust no one. I definitely have a lot of sympathy for OP in this story. I can't imagine feeling so let down by your own parents. In regards to trust no one, I would say trust no one that hasn't proven they can be trusted. And not like they did one thing so they can be trusted, but somebody that's always been reliably there. Somebody that's routinely let you down, I don't think you can reliably put trust in them. Maybe hope, but I think trust is a hard thing to reliably give those kinds of people. This next story is by Porg and Beans. Please don't wait until my mic stands in your child's grip to decide to intervene. As a performing loud musician, certain things will strike a certain type of fear into my heart, mostly relating to the continued safety of my expensive, professional gear. The very top of this list is mostly reserved for drunk adults either backing up into my equipment without looking, stumbling over something they shouldn't have been anywhere near in the first place, interrupting me in the middle of a verse to make a ridiculous request, or haphazardly swinging a full, sloshing beverage towards my instrument. Directly following that group are small, excitable, under-supervised children and their disinterested entitled parents. It's hard to blame the kids. They see you tapping your feet in your pretty stage clothes with your shiny instrument. They hear the music and they want to stomp around and dance. Of course they do. The younger ones also very much want to grab a hold of your mic stands, tablet stands, your clamp tray, the knobs on your amp, whatever they can find within reach to further inform their perceptions of the world around them. Of course they do, that's understandable. To a point. This is where you come in, entitled parents. When your toddling child enters into a certain radius of me, I am suddenly no longer focused at my task at hand, which is to perform. For context, I'm solo slash acoustic, so there's no other band member I can look to for support. I'm busy singing and accompanying myself, so I can't move to physically brace something or ask for anyone's help without completely stopping what I'm doing, which I have done and always seem to get Entitled Mother's attention, at the expense of everyone else in the room wondering why the music suddenly halted. If you're watching your kid at all, you must notice the sheer tension that ripples through my posture. My facial expressions, the immediate dip in musical focus. No? Mommy brain? Okay, yeah, I have heard that one before and it's still annoying. As it suddenly splits and the majority of it goes to the erratic, grabby movements of your curious child, rather than the lyrics and chord changes I should be minding instead. So apparently this needs spelling out. I'm here because I was hired by this venue to provide atmosphere and entertainment. I'm not here to participate as an honorary member of your village as it pertains to the raising of your child. Entitled parents do not expect to even put a shred of that responsibility on me. And also, don't let your kid completely derail my focus while I'm working. It's not nice or fair to me, and it's not nice or fair to all the other people in the room who may actually be enjoying what I have to offer. Additionally, don't try to pawn off even your slightly older, relatively well-behaved children on me either, because she just wants to stand up there with you. Are you going to dance, Brayden? Are you going to sing? And then leave them there with me while you freak off to rejoin your grown-ups conversation for the next 40 minutes. 
until I take a break and can finally gently shoo them back to you. Especially do not ask me if they can sing something. Are you serious? Do you really think anyone else in this room wants to listen to that? Do you think the person who hired me will appreciate that? Get out of here and please take your pouting, probably definitely missed their nap time today kiddo with you. Entitled parents, do not wait until I have to dip out in the middle of a sentence to physically catch my mic stand because your kid is literally pulling it over to decide that's where the boundary is. Do better. As much as I appreciate the passion OP put into the story, the fact of the matter is, these people who aren't attentive to their kids, they're not going to hear this and actually think anything about it. The type of people that don't care about keeping their kids responsible or taking responsibility for their kids' actions? You think they're going to be listening to OP talk about, keep your kids in check? If anything, I bet the majority of these parents would hear something like this from OP and think, well that's not my kid, my kid's an angel. Now that's what separates the real entitled parents from the regular parents. Our next story is by Broken Bunny Mama. How dare my child not want to get petted? Okay, so if you've seen any of my other posts, you know my toddler, let's call him L, is autistic and loves his wagon. So much so that we never use a shopping cart or stroller for him, he's just so much happier with his little red wagon with its nice canopy. So obviously, I had to incorporate it in his Halloween costume this year. His biggest comfort item aside from the wagon is books. With that in mind, I dressed him up as a little dragon and decorated his wagon to look like a mobile cave to store his book cord complete with a fake bookshelf built in with fake dragon-themed books. He looked amazing and had a blast. One other detail to keep in mind is that he's a beautiful little boy. And I'm not just being biased, everyone always talks about his big smile and his beautiful blonde curls, but no one's ever tried to touch him without at least asking. We always say no. He only really says happy, so we got to hear that all night long. It was wonderful. Until I suddenly felt a lot more weight in the wagon than usual. I look behind me and there's a kid that looked to be about 5 or 6 years old or so dressed as Spider-Man. He was pulling on the side and trying to get a look in. I bent down and said, hey Spider-Man, checking out the little dragon? Didn't get a response, but he kept pulling, then trying to literally climb in. Once he was trying to touch my son's hair, I started looking around for the adults in charge of this kid and no one seems to notice anything. I say, he really doesn't want to be touched right now, sweetie, and honestly, I couldn't tell if he could understand me or not. By then, L is getting stressed, because the wagon is usually a safe barrier between him and others, and he starts pushing the kid while making increasingly loud, upset sounds. Now, yes, my boy's only two years old, he's also very strong, like I've had my nose broken on multiple occasions by this kid, and that was when he was happy. So I was legitimately worried that L may accidentally hurt this boy and he wouldn't be able to understand that he did it. Finally, some woman speaks up saying I need to teach L not to push kids. I say, are you joking? He's in my son's wagon. Even without COVID, this isn't okay. My son and I are telling him to leave. The woman just says, it's Halloween, as if that excuses or explains it away. By now, I'm thinking Spidey may be special needs as well so I'm trying to be patient and not upset either boys anymore. The woman just rolls her eyes and starts talking to other people with her about how some parents don't want to deal with their kids. I mean, really, lady? Your child's in my wagon trying to pet my human child? How was my son the bad guy for pushing? At this point, Elle's using his feet too. 
He's not kicking, there's no real force behind it, but he is in fact using his feet to push this intruder out of his wagon. L is buckled in, so it was the only way he could reach well. The Spidey gets upset and hops out while the adults around us look appalled, like L was some bully kicking kids. We just walk to the next street really quick and try to cheer L up again. He was really elevated and struggled to calm down again. He was smiling after that, but he didn't say happy again until we got home. And that broke my heart for him. I honestly don't know what I could have done differently, cause I don't really want to risk grabbing the kid myself and be accused of hurting them. But then I felt like no one else there saw a problem with what was happening. Am I maybe just being defensive of L or what? Yeah, this is definitely a tricky one because I feel like you definitely don't want to try to touch or move the kid yourself. God forbid you go down that rabbit hole. But also, you don't want to make like a big fuss with the parents because, from what I understand, kids with special needs will use that energy you're giving off and it might make things worse for the kid too. But, I don't know, it might have just been the right thing to say to the parents, your kid is in my kid's space, get him out or I'll remove him, blah blah blah. Just some way to make it clear to these parents that you're not messing around, this kid is really invading privacy right now. And our final story of the day is by Curse. Father insults family and moves out after being asked to help fight bedbugs. Yesterday morning, 9am, I, 19 year old female, noticed that my mattress had become home to bedbugs. The block of flats I live in with my parents has had problems with bedbugs for about half a year. We thought they would never get all the way up to the 10th floor, but alas, we were wrong. Unfortunately, this block of flats has become a gosh darn hotel. People rent apartments out to anybody who pays. I don't see anybody familiar in the corridors anymore and I've lived here all my life. So nobody knows what comes here and what it brings with it. I take everything I can off the bed and into the bathroom. I know I should have put it all in bags but I kind of panicked and I had no clue what these things even were. I only saw the tiny ones. Plus I had no idea it was anywhere near as significant as it turned out to be. So it started something like this. I say, hey, come look at this. Father, borderline drunk, laughing at some pseudo-funny video, says, what? I say, come here. He says, wait, I'm busy. I say, it's kind of important. He says, what, a spider? I freaking wish. I say, what? No, something way worse. He takes a long minute to finally come see what I'd been sleeping with. Needless to say, we're both pretty speechless. His first response is to grab some hairspray and a lighter and try to burn the freaks. I was pooping myself of course because he'd been drinking and he could have easily burned the whole place down. So next thing, gets the mattress outside to the balcony. He grabs it, folds it, and freaking drops it in the hallway. Screams like somebody had just murdered his mother. I kill whatever fell into the hallway floor. Eventually, I have everything packed into bags and take it all out onto the balcony. I had changed out all of my clothes of course. I grab the vacuum and start sucking in everyone I see. Interestingly, there weren't a lot of big ones, like not even a handful. Most of them were tiny. Some were full, some hadn't been drinking blood. Now, nobody in the house had any bites. So they must have moved in very recently, I think. Honestly, I'm not even worried about possibly having been fed off of by bedbugs for however long. I'm more worried about my stuff. While I vacuum, father goes to buy that vacuum-looking thing that spits hot steam, so we, I mean, I can try to cook the freakers to kingdom come. As soon as he brings it, he plays with the thing for a while, then goes back to watching his videos. What the freak? 
and so I was left to deal with the problem by myself. After a while, he goes to pick up my mother. When she gets here, and after she walks her dogs, she joins me in the battle, as it were. And father? Grabs another glass of whatever and watches his videos. We do whatever we can for literal hours, all the while hearing this infuriating croaking. It gets on my nerves to the point where I keep yelling at my mom and one of the dogs. Imagine this, we're cleaning, steaming, vacuuming the freakers for hours, and the human pig just sits there and laughs. What kind of pathetic excuse for a joke is that? So eventually we dare to interrupt whatever was so funny to him and ask him to take care of one of the carpets outside and shake it out. His response? Not now, I don't feel like it. What the actual heck, bro? Your house has bed bugs in it, and you won't even lift a freaking finger to try and get rid of as many as possible? You leave two women to do all the work? You call yourself a man? I give him a piece of my mind. Not even that insulting, just true. But I guess his man ego just couldn't take it, because he tells me to shut my freaking mouth? Trust me, it sounds more insulting in Polish. Among other things that I don't even remember because I don't give a darn about what a drunkard tells me to do. He becomes aggressive, so mom tells him to get the freak out. We have history of physical abuse in the house, so we don't take no crap anymore. And he does. After his parents were called, like a kid in kindergarten, pathetic really, visibly annoyed that he can't continue to do nothing at all. Pity he took the beer, we would have loved some after all the work. Mom and I kept battling the freakers until we finally decided to call it a day, around 10 or 11 p.m. We think we scared the living poop out of them at least, and that was enough for us now. Not to mention the fact that we were sore all over. At least with the man of the house gone, I could enjoy a non-infested bed. From what I know of bed bugs, no amount of steaming and vacuuming will really do justice. I think I've heard once your mattress is infected, That mattress is doomed, not salvageable. That said, I wish you could have vacuumed and dumped the dad out in the trash can too because the way they were acting there is ridiculous. I hope that when mommy and daddy came to pick up their kid from kindergarten class, that they were taking them back home with them so he can stay there. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.